0: welcome everybody to the straight shoot a wrestling podcast we are doing a very quick and to the point wrestlemania night one review steve how you doing oh, dude we started slow we got hot and then we got
1: hotter and then we fucking marked out i am losing my mind kevin owens stone cold all i want to talk about but let's get through the whole rest of the card
0: yeah 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 i mean you i think you kind of hit it on the head uh, in terms of like the vibe of this wrestlemania um definitely a slow crescendo the first two matches kind of sleepers we'll talk a little bit about them but it definitely kept building and building into a giant stupendous moment that I don't think either one of us is going to forget, but we are going to run through the matches and give you folks our opinions in around 30 minutes or so. But, uh, yeah, I mean, let's, you know, before we get into the matches, Steve, um, what are your thoughts on the stage? Uh, the stage was phenomenal. Um,
1: I, ex- I expected a long ramp. Uh, it's very Dallas. It's very Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. I th- Thoroughly enjoyed the entire, like, two-hour build-up they had uh, pre-card. It was new because there was nothing on the, like, the undercard or anything like that. Uh, They saved that for SmackDown. But, like, the stage itself, the display in Texas, like, let's go.
0: Like, they did it well tonight what about you man like like did it did it give you wrestlemania vibes well that's the thing uh well the answer is yes absolutely and i was gonna say you know there was a moment when we were watching it together when i said i'm so happy to see wrestlemania feel like WrestleMania again. We were like about halfway there last year. I mean, we only had um, about 50% capacity at Jade Raymond Stadium in, in Tampa, uh, but AT&T Stadium was packed to the brim tonight. What did they say? 78,000 people in attendance, something wild yeah, like that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it was, felt it that was... way. It felt that oh, way. We, we we had the the pyro, the lights, the crowd ambience. Um, it, it's nice to have wrestlemania feeling like a truly genuine stupendous event i'm so happy i'm so happy as a wrestling fan and we just say welcome back wrestling fans seriously and i'm
1: not talking wwe i'm not talking AEW. i'm not talking ring of honor i am saying welcome back professional and sports entertainment fans like at the end of the day it has been a long time fucking time you have gone through so much and tonight was that was our coming out party and oh my god no pun intended but did we come out and we marked out we had fun there was lows, there was highs. Santi, let's just go, let's just get it. Yeah, I mean, let's let's start at
0: the very top of the card. Very unusual start for this WrestleMania. Normally, um, the the formula for WrestleMania is to start off hot, right? Start off hot, either with a title match or with a hot feud or with a lightning quick match that you know is going to get the crowd rowdy. And we did not start off with that. We started with with a match that, honestly, belonged on this SmackDown WrestleMania. thing or or whatever it is that they were calling it or an undercard i i really genuinely do not think that a match like this should have opened the show but we had the usos versus shinsuke nakamura and rick Boogs. um the winners of the match being uh the usos via pinfall uh there's i think there's a greater dialogue um that happened That's going to lead to ramifications after the match, but the match itself, Steve, I mean, I'll I'll start it off for us. It was pretty meh. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't the match that I would start off WrestleMania with. Here's the thing. You're
1: looking at the Usos. That's all you're looking at in this match. They're the ones, they're part of the bloodline. They, they need to show dominance they're they're kicking off mania and roman reigns is ending mania so the bloodline will be dominant in in essence throughout okay that's i think what they were going for um unfortunately from everything that we've heard and what we've read um actually forget the injury it doesn't even matter at this point it was a lackluster match uh the usos were half of themselves if you if, if you put it out there. Um Nakamura is I don't even understand this tag team. Um if I was gonna rate this match I'd give it a three and a half out of ten. It's
0: a match that you find I, on SmackDown. That's yeah like
1: it's it's something like I would have preferred Rick Ricochet versus uh Los Lotharios. whatever Los Lotharios on the opening. If they're really gonna do that do the Andre the Giant Battle Royal,
0: yeah. do
1: do something for a t- like a t- I don't know something
0: for so, an the individual. right answer was one of the women's matches which we can talk to the right answer was one of the women's title yes. matches yes, should have yes, been yes, opening yes. the show um, yes. but yeah I think the the greater narrative beyond this is the injury to Rick Boogs that you and I both thought was a work um, I, I thought
1: it was a work hundred yeah. percent for yeah, someone it, who's gone through a patella injury truthfully. Patella injury, I thought that was he was just dropping out. Yeah. And coming through and hearing that it's actually a true injury, you look back at it and you're like, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: So obviously, like we um usually um when there is a major injury that is a work, um, like for example, um, you know, if we see somebody do a concerto, right, in real life. That's going to give you a grade four concussion and you're out for your career. In wrestling, they say, you know, a strained neck and a broken eardrum, right? Yeah. They'll never say a genuine, super serious injury, right? Yeah, it, torn it, quad it, off patella. Yeah, they, they don't say that. They don't say that. That's why I know that this is real, right? They could have said a a a, a sprained knee, but no, they went with with... Like you said, like a a, a torn patella quad, whatever it was, um, that's genuine. That's a very serious injury, and that's going to be a long road to recovery, which now leaves Nakamura... Potentially, maybe in a better spot, we will see if maybe it brings him back into singles relevancy. Um, who knows? But honestly, it, it, you never want to see a, a worker like Rick Buggs, who even though I'm not over with him, he still is putting in work day in, night out, and you never want to see a guy like that get injured. So that it, it's a shame that that's kind of the aura that WrestleMania started with—a lackluster, ma- a lackluster match and a very serious injury to a superstar that's been working his ass off over the last year. Yeah, and
1: hopefully he recovers as soon as he can and can come back and you know do some
0: good things either on SmackDown or Raw. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on. So we started off slow and it stayed slow. Yeah, uh, it felt like a, it felt
1: like a tank trying to run its engine but it was in the mud. And yeah. that's all I felt.
0: Yeah, we and, moved on. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, and we got to this next match Yeah, and go ahead. Yeah, our next match was uh Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin with uh our Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. 2022 winner uh mad cat moss uh, we had drew mcintyre win in, by a pinfall in about eight and a half minutes um there were a couple things about this match that i liked there were some there was a real beautiful beautiful end of days on baron um from baron corbin to um to drew mcintyre it was honestly immaculate uh um, I mean, but a- aside from that even, even some of Drew's moves weren't really hidden for me. Um, it, it, it seemed like it's... I will say this. I will say this. I felt like Corbin was more into this match and trying to make it something bigger than Drew McIntyre. And I'm going to hit back at this, and I'm going to say they were both
1: trying to be the match of the night because they knew nobody cared. And they were both slipping at important spots. You said to me while you're sitting next to me watching it, you said, oh, it looks like Drew missed the, the slap th- yeah, on the Yeah, the thigh leg. slap, yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking that the whole match, and I'm like, they are almost trying to overperform instead of focusing on what they need to do. The cleanest thing was that end of days. Yeah. The rest of it. It was like half a step too early, half a step too late. Even like I was watching the referee with the the three counts and the ref was pulling way before that two count needed to be pulled. And I just felt that there was too much oversell in this match. And I feel that punished them because as much as I didn't care about this match. These two performers could have put on a fantastic match that could have been a four, four and a half star match with no pressure on themselves. But I feel that Drew coming out of the pandemic, being the champion, this really being his first true true mania and um, Corbin being, well, Corbin, like nobody expects really that much except for heel work. I really think they put too much pressure on themselves. So they over, they tried to over deliver, but for that they under delivered. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, for me, that, that's what I saw. Uh, yeah.
0: Do you agree, disagree? Like, let me know. Yeah, I think I, I do agree. And, and I think you kind of hit it on the head with, you know, perhaps that they were both overperforming. I felt that Drew was missing more beats than Baron Corbin. Um, the Claymore is a beautiful move, but you yes. have to do that thigh slap. If you yes. don't do that thigh slap, it just looks like a silly drop kick. Right, yeah, the the thigh slap is what makes that move really have that like thud and that oomph, making you believe that that guy almost got decapitated by by Drew McIntyre's boot. He missed his thigh slap, and that Claymore suffered significantly from it. Right, and that was the Claymore that won the match. Right. Yeah. So yeah, just some beats that were missed. Um, performers that I don't know. I I don't know if if they're the Baron Corbin does have a history of working pretty good with guys like Drew McIntyre, but I haven't seen the other way around. I feel like Drew actually works better with like the the types of like Rollins or Ziggler's uh, yeah. of the world. He works up. He works up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. E- either way, it's not a match that I would rewatch. I'm happy that these two guys got their WrestleMania moment in front of uh, nearly eighty thousand people. Um, but again, a very the first. 20 minutes of WrestleMania, you know, you and I were looking at each other and we're like, Like this is, yeah, this this? is rough. This is rough. Yeah. Then, you know, I'm not even going to say the next match is what started to kick things off. I think it was the little sequence at the very end with Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss where, okay, so I jokingly said during our TikTok live, can you, can we just let Drew McIntyre use this sword for once? Right. I I said that. And everybody implied that I was saying that Drew McIntyre should commit murder. (laughs) Not what I was implying, but he, we finally got to see the sword in action by Drew McIntyre, um, Again, attempting murder to um, to destroy and obliterate and murder Madcap Moss. Uh, he missed a, and cut the ropes, which uh, tore down the ropes uh, across all four sides. Which I thought was great. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. And, and I think it maybe set the pace for the rest of WrestleMania, which yeah. is... Honestly, from here on out, a fantastic show. And this is the match that really was the catalyst for it. We had one of my favorite matches of the night, The Miz and Logan Paul defeating Rey Mysterio and Dominic via pinfall in a tag team match that was about 12 minutes long. And I thought that this match hit every beat that it needed to hit.
1: I'm gonna let you go on this because you were so over on it and I don't want to disrespect the match because of my personal agenda on it but like you were so over on this i'm gonna let you take this match for sure
0: sure um so a, a couple of things that i that i want to point out um ray mysterio dominic look great i love their their ring attire the mexican flag and the american flag for dominic um and the entrance of logan paul and the Miz was awesome no pun intended it was Awesome. I love their outfits. Um, I love Logan Paul coming out with that drip, that million dollar first edition PSA 10 Pikachu around his neck. It, they both just look like the biggest douchebags on the planet. And I was all about it. Now, the match itself, very, very interesting because um, the general place, Steve, is to hot tag the celebrity. Yeah. But the heels don't ever hot tag. No. And the celebrity's a heel. So it changed the dynamic of what we know to be the typical tag team celebrity match to the point where we had Logan Paul. He was a performer. He was yes. there for the majority of the match. They did not try to hide any flaws. They didn't try to, um, to rest him. Logan Paul was, out of all of them, probably in the best shape. And I was very impressed with his... Um, with with his ability to land wrestling moves and yes. make them look like they were being performed by a trained professional, there were some beautiful suplexes in there. Um, there were, I mean, we saw the frog splash, and we're gonna talk about like the the dis homage to Eddie Guerrero, which I know you weren't a hit fan of. I loved, I loved. Um, there were. I will say there were a couple of cues um, that Logan missed, yes. right? There was a weird moment where Logan was in the wrong corner. These yeah. are, yeah, these are things that are second nature to um, somebody that does it 365 days a year, but to somebody like Logan Paul, um, it, it, it's, it's foreign to them. Right. Um yeah. But let's talk about Logan Paul for a bit, because I mean, the match itself was fun. It was a fun tag team match, but what to me made this match, Wrestlemania worthy was Logan Paul's brilliant, brilliant, and disgusting heel work I like you want to punch this guy. I know you're a giant Eddie Guerrero fan. I love Eddie Guerrero myself the The mocking of Eddie Guerrero specifically to Dominic because they were kind of playing up the angle the Eddie Guerrero stuff and Dominic. I loved. I thought it was brilliant. The no. th- the, th- the three amigos that Logan hit were clean. They were beautiful. I, all right, I'll
1: stop you. I'm I'm just going to take over. Like it's it it's hard for me to acknowledge that Logan did so well because of he he got me on true heel work. I I'll admit he got me on true heel work. I I hate Logan Paul in general as just an overall youtuber or whatever and you know what with the way we're growing hey you never know we might bump into each other someday down the road but he got genuine heat from me tonight Uh like i i'll i will give him his kudos he did what a sports entertainer needs to do he developed genuine genuine heat from me and like it was I don't, like, I think you actually still have the mark on your arm. I dug in because I was that pissed that, like, don't disrespect Eddie. Like, for me, it's don't disrespect Eddie. Disrespect any other fallen superstar, but don't disrespect Eddie. And he got me hot tonight. And he did his job tonight, though.
0: I, and I couldn't agree i more. will
1: I will acknowledge that. I will give him the respect because you know you you take your time, you look back as you know, like we're not professional like analysts, but we 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 know the business, we know what we're looking at. He did his job, he did what he was hired to do tonight, and he did it extremely well, so Logan Paul, I will say this right now, I acknowledge you for what you did tonight. Well done bravo and i look forward to seeing that heel character in the future like that was Uh,
0: heel work 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 and this is what they needed to do with logan from the get-go remember last year's wrestlemania he was a face and everyone's like what the fuck no this guy is a born to be heel and we saw it and we saw it and um like i was saying his wrestling work way better than i anticipated Not as good as the guys that are already in there, but they're professionals before the amount of time that he had to train. I thought he was stellar and the heel work I loved. I thought it was brilliant. I was marking out for it. Um, The thing. Yeah, I was absolutely marking out for it. There was a moment where I stood up and I was like, give me the shoulder shake. Logan, give me the shoulder shake. And what did he do? Goes to the top rope, gives us the shoulder shake, and lands a clean frog splash. Um, to the point where we were talking about creating Viva La Logan, Viva La Logan Paul shirts. We're not talking about it. Yeah, we're we're going to do we're, this. We're definitely getting some Viva La Logan shirts because yeah. Viva La Logan is going to live on. Um, I want to see more of Logan Paul. A very. I'm still very confused at the ending of this match because uh, we had yeah. The Miz. Turn on Logan Paul, and I turned to Steve and I said, "I'm confused. Is this a is this the Miz turning face, or is this Logan being turned face because uh, his, his heel teammate so, turned on him?" I don't know. So I'm gonna give you a preamble to this.
1: I don't know if you watched the Hall of Fame last night, but there was a segment between Miz and Maurice and Shane and his wife. I did. I saw that. <laughs> so that was almost a preamble to Miz being a face. And Shane being that Mm. sought after heel. So I think this was a genuine Miz face
0: turn. It's a face turn. Because then he started um,
1: hyping up with a guy from... uh, No, he jumped in apparently with a a guy from the real world or something like that. Our chat was throwing that out left, right, and center. And shout out to our chat. 1.4 million likes by the end of our live on TikTok. God damn, guys. Y'all crazy. And just much respect to you guys. So much, so much love. Thank you. But like, it was, it was, I'm going to say this was a genuine Miz face turn. I don't think we need a Miz face turn. I think he's one of the best heels in WWE. Um, he could end his career as a heel for in 10 years and still, you know, be a, oh, I hate to say it, first ballot Hall of Famer.
0: <laughs> All right. right, You know what? I'm going to leave it on that note because I love that. We're moving on. We're leaving. And, and I'm going to keep that quote that Miz is a first ballot Hall of Famer from Steve. Um, but, yeah, that was, I felt, the match that really started uh, yeah. the upswing of WrestleMania because from here on out, we had very solid matches. Uh, the next one being what I felt feel should have opened the show. Um, Bianca Belair defeating Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship in about 20 minutes. Um, Steve, you want to kick us off with us?
1: Hurt. I Mm. called it. I'm hurt. Um, it It was everything a technical, spectacular wrestling match needed to be on the grandest stage of them all. That's what the, that's what this match was. I don't really think I called maybe one botch this whole match. These girls came out and came to work. They deserve all the credit they 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 should get. That was one hell of a fucking match. Oh yeah. Becky came out with this Cindy Lopper, Awesome Swag, and then Bianca, as much as I cannot stand her, she came out and performed. And that is what the one thing I will say about Bianca. She comes out and performs. She's an athlete. She's the a- whole bounce. Yeah. The whole bouncing around, celebrating after, the big smiles. It's not working for me yet. But you know what? this match overall i could say if it wasn't for the last segment of the night this was match of the night
0: so um i mean i want to i want to break down this match um and and talk about the beginning um i was very disappointed with bianca belair's um in-ring psychology and awareness of the situation um there was a moment where this is before no this is bell rings and then Becky is serious face staring at Bianca. And I know what Becky's trying to do. She's trying to recreate The Rock and Hogan, and, and Hogan right? Yep. She's trying to recreate the stare down, them looking around and the audience doing the talking for them. And that's what they initially started doing right they becky's doing the look around and the fans are going crazy and then it pans over to bianca belair and she's smiling all happy like read the fucking room yeah. in the moment that was your opportunity to soak it in yeah. that was not your that was not for you to play up your character that was for you to let the fans put you over yep. right they, they, yeah. There's a famous quote from Chris Jericho. If the fans are cheering, you shut up. You shut you up shut and up. let it go. You shut up and you you don't take away from them, right? And Bianca smiling, laughing. Um, I I really genuinely believe that it took away from a moment that could have been really, really special. That stare it, down. It it could have been
1: one of the greatest women's moments of all time. The way that think about it. The fans either want Bianca over or they don't. It's not. It has nothing to do with Becky. Becky's Becky's over. over. Yeah, Becky's, Becky's is, is concrete. As a heel, Becky is concrete over. Yeah. Simple as that. People are still going to cheer Becky when her fucking music hits. End of the day, though, Bianca is still that 50-50. And she could have solidified herself tonight without showing her teeth.
0: That's all she had to do. Don't fucking smile. Mm-hmm. I I'm one hundred percent with you. When the fans are doing the talking, you shut up and you let them do the talking for you. They're putting you over. They're putting you over. Uh, and, and like I said, I felt like that she was trying to steal the moment that the that was meant for the fans. That was the fans giving it to them. Yep. Right. Anyways, the match itself. Phenomenal! It was a fantastic match. Um, there was a moment where I became like a a nerdy wrestling fan where you know the the referee properly counted three or was that the Ronda match? I can't remember now. The 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 three count. There was a three count that was legs on the rope. That was this match. Was that was this match? Yeah. There was a moment where there was a referee. He counted the three, and then after the three count, said their legs was on the rope, and I'm I become the nerdy wrestling fan. Uh, Actually, you counted the three. Uh. You should be ringing the bell. Blah blah blah. blah. Anyways, um, no, the, we got we got VAR, we, we got, got VAR, and <laughs> the match was a tremendous amount of fun. Um, there was a beautiful 450 splash from the second rope second from Bianca rope, Belair. So hard, so difficult to do. This was not top rope. She had literally about two feet less. Room to be able to to land this um, from the second from the second turnbuckle than than the top, um, but the match was fantastic. Um, Becky Lynch is a certified G and a bona fide. I forgot the 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 term that the a bona fide done. stud. Yeah, there she's so so good. Um, I want to see more of this. I just she's gonna
1: get it. She's gonna yeah. get her title back. Simple as I, I like, just
0: want Bianca to understand to learn to read the room it was it could have been a much more special moment and it wasn't and it wasn't unfortunately but the match itself if you haven't had a chance to watch it fantastic in ring work i love it before we
1: go too far i just want to say one more thing
0: i need to i have i need
1: to ask you something i've been waiting to do it for a while do you think if bianca went down to nxt kind of like mandy rose did and had another six to eight months of developmental do you think she could come back and have all this understanding too late now. because i i think it's yes i think it's too, too late. late but it, it she but she needs it
0: yeah gosh she needs yeah it. it's too late there's too much invested in her at this moment at this moment they can't do that with her they can't afford to do that uh, it's too late um yeah. that that ship has sailed but would she have benefited from it Absolutely. Um, but yeah, th- that ship has sailed. Um, yeah, let's move on. Like I said, a-, a fantastic match. And then we go on to another excellent match. Actually, the longest match on the card here, Steve. We had uh, Seth freaking Rollins versus our mystery, not so mystery opponent, Cody, the, Night- the American Nightmare Rhodes um, with uh, Cody winning by a pin- pinfall Um I mean, I mean, let's hear your thoughts. I mean, I, I see you kind of shaking your head. I know that this is a bit of a mixed bag. We both thought that the match was very good, but the surprise wasn't so much. What do you think? This was the build of Mania
1: next to Roman Brock, pretty much. Um, this is who's the mystery superstar, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Fab's dead. It was ruined by the internet. Stop trying to make kayfabe relevant. You can't hide shit. There's too many leaks in the back room. Stop trying to make big things a surprise. The last surprise with the heart was the Hardy Boys. If it's going to be Cody, do a four-week build to it being Cody.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Stop with the bullshit trying to Make us think it's gonna be someone else. I
0: we knew it was crowd,
1: though. even the crowd, the music hit, and they're like, they even tried to make it look like Bray. That's what pissed me off the most. They tried to make it look like Bray Wyatt
0: All right, let's talk about the match itself. um i'm I'm with you the. Surprise, I was like, yay, <laughs> worst kept secret on the planet. Um, you know, you and I, we were adamant that it wasn't gonna be Cody Rhodes, that it was gonna be John Cena. Um, I think it would have been a better surprise for the audience had it been John Cena, and Cody Rhodes was saved for the night after WrestleMania. The problem that I mentioned, because this match is great, like technically. Yes. It's a great match. But great match. at one point I turned to you and I said, it's hard for me to care because there's no feud between these two. Exactly. Right? There's no there's no
1: feud. Two, it is two pro wrestlers at this point. And just remember, we're not watching AEW. We are watching sports entertainment. Yeah. What, what we expect from
0: sports entertainment and WrestleMania is a story. Yeah. And and WrestleMania is the season finale. Yes, exactly. WrestleMania is the season finale. It's the culmination of, you know, for what it's worth, even though I didn't enjoy the match, fantastic build between Drew and Pappy Corbin. It's like six weeks more of build up to this match. We didn't have any. The build was the mystery right the build was the mystery the build wasn't a feud or a reason for these two to be in the ring and for me to care that they're together in the ring outside of the fact that they're great technical wrestlers did you watch the last episode of the soprano santi yes
1: that is exactly how i felt about this match like okay
0: yeah 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 I mean, I mean, let, let's let's put the I guess entertainment side of it aside, and let's talk professional four wrestling. Half, four
1: and a half, four, four and a half brilliant, star. Match. Brilliant, brilliant match.
0: There was some um, the one thing that both Cody and. um and Rollins are really, really good at, at, at aside from being world-class professional wrestlers, um, both of them are excellent at telling in-ring stories, right? They're both masters of in-ring psychology and, and getting us to care about the things that they are doing in the ring. I loved the nod to Stardust, the the, the cartwheel and the... Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. And the hey.
1: attempted pedigree. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Because of the whole Triple H thing, AW, when great. he went for the pedigree, I marked out. Like, was honestly, I was like, no. Yeah. And I'm like, goddamn. Wow. There were,
0: there were some crazy uh, moments in this match. Um, Cody hit a springboard backwards cutter. <laughs> Uh, kind of like the Sammy Guevara one that uh, yep. that got hit on uh, on Cody off the ladder very similar actually yep. um yeah, there was of course the uh, Rollins doing the Corks crew um Rollins getting tripled uh, what is that move called again and um Cody Rhodes finisher I can't remember now oh triple uh, crossroads crossroads yeah the triple crossroads but just before it he brings out the good old son of a plumber, Dusty Rhodes, with, with the boxing elbow. punches yeah. and, the, and the bionic elbow. Ah, you could tell. You know, you pointed it out during the live. You could tell that Cody was near tears in that like 20-second yeah. segment. I love that. I think. I think.
1: I think what made the most of that was Seth selling. Um, Seth sold that segment, that last twenty to thirty se- seconds. He, it looked like he was just uh, a floating, almost feather for me. Like he was, even though his legs were still standing, he was just floating himself into the correct position. Eye contact with Cody where he was in the ring. It was beautiful. Like if you want to look at professional wrestling as a dance or some sort of waltz. That is exactly what you want to see. Someone who's going to work with you to put you over and make you look fantastic. And that is what Seth did for Cody in that final thirty to forty-five seconds. So brilliant. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four out of five um, for that match. Um, just because the in- inability to hide kayfabe. And that has nothing to do with the wrestlers. Yeah. That's just creative.
0: So, for sure. Uh, welcome to WWE, Cody Rhodes. Well, hopefully, you don't end up in. See you in the uh, U.S. title <laughs> run. <laughs> yeah, see you in the mid card. Um, yeah. And, and then let's move on here to the, what was on paper, the last match of the night Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey uh, for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship with Charlotte Flair winning. Um, It's tough to say whether it's clean or not, technically not because she, she lost, but she didn't technically cheat either. Um, yeah, let's talk about this match. Can we talk about the, like the moments leading
1: up to the match though? Quickly. Sure. Go ahead. The, the internet blowing up Ronda Rousey has walked out of WrestleMania. Listen guys, there are three people that you need to make sure before you start spitting out facts, Sean Ross. Um, Meltzer, I won't acknowledge him, but yes, and WWE. That's it. Those are the people uh, and wrestling. Wrestling uh, observer. Sorry, wrestling observer. If those, if you guys are going to throw comments about this has happened, and maybe you're just trying to troll us on the live, but there was an excessive amount.
0: Yeah, it was all over Twitter, Steve. It wasn't just our live. It was all over Twitter. It was trending on Twitter that Ronda Rousey had walked out of WrestleMania because she was no longer the quote-unquote main event. Um, Yeah, I mean, of course, this is uh, why you need to follow trusted sources and not take take wrestling rumors to heart because this ended up being a tremendous amount of bullshit. And I'm glad that it ended up being a tremendous amount of bullshit because this was a fun match.
1: Great match. I I really enjoyed this match. Um, Ronda has gotten significantly better. From a couple of years ago, before her child, she's gotten significantly better. But at the end of the day, I am happy with the the result. Uh, I, I don't... So my thing is, I'm not a Charlotte fan. But Charlotte... I feel genuinely, if you were to say this was not sports entertainment, Charlotte actually outperformed Ronda in this match. For, for my personal opinion. Um, she was cleaner. She got the right angles. She w- Everything looked effortless for Charlotte. And Ronda, the entire time for me, looked like she was in a chase. And I'm okay with that like i'm okay with that you're supposed to chase the champion and i think that's what's gonna build to a really good feud but i'm i'm great with this outcome what like i i i I need to hear you on this one because this one i was so over i was so over with the result and how everything went like it just it just felt right so
0: yeah yeah um in our predictions i i called charlotte flair retaining here. I mean, the, the match itself, I thought, was fantastic. These two worked really well together. Um, they always have, right back to that triple threat match at Mania 35, um, to the work that they've been doing leading up to um, to this match, and, of course, the match itself. Uh, I love these two working together. I still think this is the wrong match. I think the right match was Ronda Rousey um, and um, and Becky Lynch regardless, I digress. It's not what we got. We got this, but I'm still happy about it because I enjoyed the result. I enjoyed the match. Um, I don't know where this puts Ronda Rousey, like where does she chase? What does she do? Does this take her out of the title picture? It mean Ronda Rousey outside of the title picture doesn't make sense. The only, the only, Time that ronda rousey outside of the title picture makes sense is when it's a um a freak show type of match where it's um you know mixed tag team and you have her going up against men and and i'm using the word freak show like loosely i'm not saying like people are freaks uh i I mean like that's not your traditional type of match right that's what uh, her beating the ever-living piss out of um uh, out of stephanie mcmahon that's a freak show right that's a very very different athletes being put together in the ring that's what i mean by that um so i don't know where this puts ronda rousey do we put her back uh in the title picture for a little while chasing charlotte flair um or do we put her in more um high profile feuds who knows maybe she feuds with shane mcmahon who knows we have a do we have a do we have a contract i have no idea that's the thing i I have no idea um all right, let me not take away too much from the match by going to what ifs and whatnot. Um, yeah. The match itself was great. I uh, highly that- recommend that that you watch it. Um, the ending was 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 awesome. I loved Charlotte loved going it. for a spear, missing Ronda, hitting uh, Char- uh, referee Charles Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, Charles, Charles Robinson. Robinson. Um, Ronda doing like a luchador, um, kind of twirling yep. her Karana-ish her- 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 into uh, her armbar. Uh, Charlotte tapping instantly, instantly pulling like, over the was, move. That was
1: insane. That was, that was, I, I'm not used to Charlotte selling that fast. Yeah. And she sold that instant tap the second, the back hit.
0: Yeah. Instant so, tap, yeah. which puts Rhonda and the move over. Um, And then Rhonda goes to grab the referee referee gets up. Charlotte hits, uh, hits uh, Rhonda with a big boot. One, two, three, when this is where I, this is what I was saying where, um, I wasn't too sure whether or not this was a clean win or not, because Charlotte didn't cheat, but it's what we got. Um, yeah, I mean overall i I thoroughly enjoyed the match thoroughly. Uh, let's move on here, so we've got okay, hey, hold hopefully. on do we yeah. On. yeah,
1: let's before we get there, I've not read it yet, so can you read it to me? Do you have it up?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean paint the picture for us, Steve, while I pull it so, up. So um we were supposed to have a
1: I believe a triple threat. Uh no, n- no it was just New match. Day sorry, uh tag team match New Day versus uh Alpha Academy.
0: No, 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 no. no. It's New Day versus Seamus and Rich Holland.
1: Oh, okay. The New Day versus Peaky Blinders. That's what we're calling them. Um this was going to be painted out as a great match. We've got two ex-world champions. The New Day, who are first ballot Hall of Famers. Sheamus. We've got Butch in the corner of the Peaky Blinders, which is uh, Pete Dunne. And then we got Rich Holland. Um, a great match on paper. Great athletes on paper. And we go into a seven-minute segment of commercials, and Twitter blows up with almost Kofi Kingston leading the way with this "what the fuck" moment. Yeah, and so Fancy, if you want to jump on that now,
0: yeah. So Kofi tweeted out, um, "It's not really angry. I think it's you can tell there's heart." In the tweet, he says, uh, to be in the business for an extended duration of time is to experience the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Yes, it hurts, but we take it and we use it to propel us forward. Pretty clear, he's calling this one of his lowest of lows in his yeah. very, very long, illustrious career. Um, I, they could Look, they could have had a solid five minutes and, and it would have been fun. I don't think that there's a reason... For us to have cut this match because there were a shit ton of commercials in this, a yeah. tr- re- a ridiculous amount of commercials. Also, if you knew that you could potentially be strained for time, why are you starting at eight? Yeah, start earlier. You had a two-hour. You had a two-hour pre-show I'm- with no matches on it. So um, I I I feel for Kofi, and I feel for every performer in there. Um, especially, be- I don't know if you saw it, Steve. I was watching the pre-show. There was a um, a really fun backstage interview with the New Day, um, yep. where there was even a moment where Xavier Woods uh, makes a reference to Pete Dunn uh, making the making the face and everything. He 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 says they're gonna be done. And then he yeah. does that oh, on it. was, it was setting up for it to be a fun match. Uh, for I think, to be I, tic- I, sorry. I, I, yeah. I
1: just want to like, I don't know. You, you don't have the, the English background that I do, but they also reference to Eastenders rejects. <laughs> yeah. And if y'all come from the UK, you know exactly what that means. So I, I absolutely love that segment and I am so disappointed for everyone involved and now santi i need to ask you we have another two hour pre-show tomorrow is it just an extension to that slap in the face if they get put on that pre-show
0: yes yes the right move steve and i feel bad for this the right move is to move the women's tag team match to the pre-show and you give this spot to the new day open the show yes you you have, to, I, I, I don't like the idea of bumping anybody, but there is no interest at all whatsoever for this women's tag team title match. Granted, there wasn't a lot of hype for this New Day match either, but now there is. But here's now the thing. people want here's, it and people are pissed. Here's the thing. You
1: have three ex-women world champ, female world champions on there. Sasha Banks being one of them. You are not putting Sasha Banks on a pre-show. Simple as that. You're not putting Sasha.
0: No, you can't. I think you can when when you're in this garbage of a a throwaway match. Being that Sasha Banks is a marquee staple in Hollywood right now as well, you can't. Finn Balor is a marquee talent, and he was not even on anything tonight, right? Anything is possible um, when it comes to giving time for advertisers and i think that's what we what we learned today that ultimately wwe which they should cuz they're a publicly traded company they're going to prioritize advertisers and the money before the feelings of their talent and and that's just a a harsh reality but i digress i'm seeing them on the card for tomorrow hopefully they get their moment but hell We got a moment to talk about. We have Stone Cold Steve Austin defeating Kevin Owens via pinfall in a no-holds-barred match in 14 minutes. Could you... Steve, before I hand it over to you, because I want you to to lead the conversation here. Were you expecting Stone Cold Steve Austin to get a 14-minute match at WrestleMania, making this the third or or so third or fourth longest match on the card I'll give you a second I'm
1: emotional about this match Shanty because like as a kid like I grew up with them I did expect I did expect them to do a lot I did not expect Austin to come out and do What he did. I did not expect the bumps that he'd take. God. Kevin Owens did so well. And I want to give a lot of credit to Kevin Owens on this. Because he he built a feud by himself. You know. But fuck man. I got taken back to my childhood. And I loved every fucking second of it. And WWE thank you for this. Because. I actually can't
0: talk about this. Like I am. I'll talk yeah. about it, um, yeah, so we had Kevin Owens cut a a brilliant, brilliant heel promo um before we even hear the 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 glass shatter, um of course, still mocking the great state of Texas, and halfway through the promo, we hear the glass shatter, stone cold comes out, destroys the Kevin Owens set classic stone cold son of a gun actually. He goes back, gets his ATV, then comes out and then destroys the set. And then we're hit with what we was meant to be a swerve, but we were all just like fingers crossed that this is the swerve with Kevin Owens saying that I tricked you. I brought you out here to challenge you to a no holds barred match. And you know what then Kevin Owens does? He says, you had your last match 19 years ago. And your knees were shot then, your back was shot then, your neck was shot then. And I bet that they are still shot and probably worse. So I, he says, I know you're not, I know that if you're, that you're not going to say yes. So if you're not going to say yes, get the hell out of my ring. He says to the rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin, which then led, of course, to Stone Cold agreeing. And it led to... Such a fun match. Such a fun match with over 40 beers we counted. Um, this was everything and more than it needed to be. This could have been a five-minute... This, five this is what we talked about three weeks ago. This could have been a
1: five-minute squash match of Kevin Owens, and it was going to be match of the night. We always knew this was going to be the segment of the night. But god damn did he not look like he missed a beat. This was Austin from 19 years ago. His and okay, he might have had a slower step, but his his mind of performing to the crowd, that the little nuances that you do that you see from every professional wrestler, Austin has always done it the best and he still had it. That little key reaction, the little like over the shoulder look like the little pause before I'm about to throw him back in the ring he had it all like he had never stopped and it was like like I said, I said to you like that's my childhood F- fuck being a podcast right now I'm a fan and I marked the fuck out and give me more Austin or give me performers like this you and I said to each other you and I will not see this in our lifetime again." We will not, I, do, I won't see this in my child's lifetime. There is no one as good in this business like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Fuck, I'll call him Steve Williams at this point. No one will touch what we, we saw tonight, what we saw in the Attitude Era, and probably in the next 15 years. He has it all, and the fact that he took fuck—he took a fucking suplex on the concrete, like oh
0: my god, are you crazy? One of one of the reasons, Steve, that I was grinning from ear to ear is they this could have been a five minute squash of kind of like Taker versus Cena, right? Yep. It could have been a, a very quick squash, and we would have been happy about it, right? We would have taken it. And we would have been happy fans could have been sent home. What I'm trying to say is that they could have sent us home happy with the bare minimum.
1: Yeah. And, and they s- gave us everything.
0: And they gave us everything. Stone cold Steve Austin has nothing to prove. And he went out there as if he had something to prove. Yeah. Right. The stuff that he was doing, the 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 things on the concrete. You know, here's the thing, too. Right. Driving an ATV like Stone Cold does, incredibly dangerous, right? He could quickly become a meme in the age of the internet if he crashes that thing. That man could have yeeted himself into the fucking eighth row and it would have been great. Right? And and, and even the the confidence of him coming out in the ATV, doing the tricks on the ATV, coming out, doing genuine moves aside from it just being a stunner fest, um, taking serious bumps for the fans he didn't need to do any of this and yet he did and i'm i feel so grateful for stone cold steve austin doing this when he absolutely did not need to stone cold walked out against
1: fucking what was it called the the what was that faction called with barrett and rusev and all them oh league of nations he walked out Against the League of Nations. And he walked out against the New Day. A couple years ago. And he just walked out. Said nothing. Stunned Xavier. Beat the shit out of the League of Nations. Walked home. Got his paycheck. Stone Cold came out tonight. Like he was a rookie. And put on. An arguably five star match. Against. A guy who has nothing to prove. Kevin Owens has nothing to prove. Kevin Owens is one of those guys that could stay in the business for another 10 years, never hold a title, and you're still going to remember the name Kevin Owens. These two have nothing to prove and stole the show tonight. And if you do not put respect on their, their names, you are not true wrestling fans at this point. I'm sorry. I, I like like I said to you at the start of this conversation with just this match, I am emotional about this match because it didn't need to happen and it happened in the most beautiful way possible. It's the only way I can describe it. Violence and beautiful just professional wrestling.
0: Yeah, it was it was a beautiful symphony of chaos is what I Thank is what I put it. Thank you. It's a beautiful symphony of chaos where the things that they were doing were so destructive and ridiculous like stone cold kidnapping Kevin Owens on his ATV and driving him up the ramp. It was just chaos put on our screens and it was beautiful and it was just absolutely beautiful. Um and you know, maybe there were not maybe there were better technical matches on this card. Of course, there was. No one expected Stone Cold Steve Austin to go out there and perform like a thirty year old. He sure as hell tried, and and he can't he didn't need to
1: succeeded. Yeah. yeah,
0: right. And and it's just one of those things that he just did not need to do, and and he did it, and it it, it felt like a. I'm sure the paycheck was pretty good, but it felt like a genuine gift from Stone Cold to us. Right. Yeah. He went out on his back like a real veteran of the business by putting over The Rock, who was a very hot commodity in 2003. Um, and clearly he was at peace with that because he didn't tarnish or not, I don't want to say tarnish, tarnish. He didn't try to change that narrative in the 19 years. But 80,000 people in Texas. I think it was a perfect storm, right? Stone Cold probably feeling good physically at this point, right? He saw a guy in Kevin Owens that maybe he sees a little of himself in. WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas. It's just all these things. Stars aligned. The stars aligned. You know, at one point I said, this year's Texas mania is Stone Cold and next year's LA mania is for the rock. Yep. We're going to see that. And we I, oh, I I'm yeah, confident yeah. we're going to see that. Yeah, um oh, yeah. overall, I mean, and I love I I love this. I love this. This isn't just the match. This was a spectacle. The the this stone cold match. This is a wonderful spectacle and I'm going to remember this for a very long time.
1: Last thing before we get off this match and end it. How fucking drunk was he by the end of oh, it?
0: Oh, d- there was a moment Jesus. where, like, stone cold, one eye is going to the right, one eye is going to the left, and you don't know where he wants to go. i There was a moment I turned to Steve. I'm like, this man is drunk as fuck. When we at
1: forty beers. <laughs> I think I said a plus minus to twelve, and then we went to like forty. I was like, oh my god, yeah, this guy's the done. The
0: man was sloshed. <laughs> Fuck. it was oh,
1: it, uh, it, honestly santi this was what a night one yeah. what a night one of of a two two night stupendous spectacle 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 um i i can't say i at the start i thought i was gonna be disappointed but god damn did we actually get a night yeah. we got a night got a and night. i'm looking forward to tomorrow night i want to say thank you to everyone again Uh, I know this is you normally closing the show, but I'm going to say it first. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody on the TikTok um, who came out and showed support and love. Everyone on the YouTube who followed and commented. I saw, I see you guys. I'm looking at it right here. I'm going to get back to you all in the comments before the end of the night. Um, I cannot wait to see everyone tomorrow night. Santi, I can't wait to see you tomorrow night. Um, We're in for, I think, something special and uh night two looks better night two looks incredible so um thank you once again everybody so much oh my god i as a professional wrestling fan am just over the moon and can't wait to see what tomorrow holds Hell yeah all right steve where can people find you (laughs) uh you guys can find me on twitch.tv slash mr tesch and let's just make it simple. Everybody go follow the Twitter, uh, straight shoot PC. It's in our uh, profile in the, in the link. Um, go follow that. And it's your last chance to get in for the straight shoot us replica title, giving it away tomorrow night. Uh, you guys did it justice tonight. Uh, you guys got one more little step to go and we might give away
0: two tomorrow night, Santy, Oh yeah. Santi, where can they find you, my dude? They can find me over at twitch.tv Santi's app. And of course, over on Straight Shoot at Straight Shoot, um, the Straight Shoot TikTok. That's it. Just go over to the Straight Shoot TikTok if you want to watch our reactions live. Um, yeah, we'll be there live streaming all of our WrestleMania reactions. But friends, thank you very much for watching. This was our night one review of WrestleMania, and we'll see you for night two. Cheers.